Is it hot in here? Oh. Is it me or is it? So Hollywood. Hey. So Hollywood. So Hollywood. So Hollywood. It's time to get in the ring. What up, everybody? It is your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me what? Miss Hollywood. And you're tuned in to So Hollywood, the podcast, where everyone is treated equally. And one thing we do have in common is this thing called entertainment. Yes, yes. I got a little, 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 little trigger happy for a second, my baby. Um, but yes, as you guys know, um, well, you might not know, but this is the third season of So Hollywood, the podcast. This is the 23rd episode. And yeah, whoever thought that I was going to be doing these these things this long and people actually are listening to it. Mm, they they want to hear what I got to say. But anywho, as you guys know, um, I like to do a little recap of my last episode i had a special guest by the name of tush shorty he is from p-town he's a p-town native of course a lot of people don't know what p-town is let me just tell you guys it's one of the seven cities in the virginia area uh portsmouth or portsmouth or however you want to say it um but yeah we talked about his up up and coming projects um this thing called entertainment when it entered his life um, his upbringing, um, also he spit a quick 16 in which I have a special guest today too, but I'm not, I wasn't supposed to say the sweet 16 situation cause I don't know if he's going to do it, but, um, yeah, I also asked the question, like I have a question of the day and so on and so forth that I like for the, um, the interviewee or the guest to answer at the end of the whole interview because I want him to think about that question at hand um in which is the question of the day is what bothers you about the industry why and what do you feel your solution could be to fix this problem or this issue or whatever the case may be um 40 after i like to do the thing called top five 45 after i like to do a thing called uh sweet 16 especially if i have a artist a rapper a r&b singer whatever the case may be they can spit something rope written or they can do a freestyle um yeah last last time 
Now that I got y'all attention, make sure you guys follow me on Instagram, M-I-S-S Hollywood 313, and follow the podcast, So Hollywood the Podcast. <laughs> that they like to zip. Um, and let me see. And then 50 after, I like to do the thing uh, called Wind Down. It's pretty much shout outs and getting all of your follows and your websites and so on and so forth. But without further ado, um, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to introduce my special guest today because this is, we go back like Similac. And um, the first time we met, well, we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, I have a special guest by the name of Ray Nitty, a.k.a. Mr. Bow, a.k.a. These nuts, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> you, got, you got plenty of jokes. Of course, of course. But hey, how are you hey, doing, Suzanne? How are you doing? Oh, man, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I can't complain. I'm alive. Yes. I'm happy to be on the show with the homie to play a partner. I know, finally. (laughs) (laughs) You know things happen when they happen. So, uh, yeah, this was the perfect time. Quarantine got us. So, you know, might as well have these conversations and shit like that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, So, let's begin this interview with how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? How did entertainment enter my life? Um, I would say... It probably um, started back on back growing up in the Virgin Islands, and uh, we had this thing we used to do called like chanting, mm-hmm. and it's basically freestyling. But um, we uh, it just transitioned into um, when I moved to Milwaukee, uh, I used it as a uh, it kind of formed started into poetry. Mm-hmm. I did this writing class. So wait, 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 wait. how did you how did you get from St. Thomas to Milwaukee? So from St. Thomas to Milwaukee, it was because uh, my mom was in a abusive relationship, mm. and she, uh, you know, I guess she had enough. Mm. So she uh, got me and my sister <clears throat> out of uh, out of St. Thomas with what she could. And that's how we uh, <clears throat> that's how we ended up into uh in uh, Milwaukee. My sister was out here um with her husband at the time. They uh went to college. She went to Bradley, Illinois and he was at MSOE. But that's how we had uh ended up in Milwaukee and just like a safe space for uh my mom to get away. Okay. Okay. And then once you got to the States, um what kind of what kind of um entertainment kind of came came to you at that at that moment like was it hip hop you oh you said you said poetry so at that time you were yeah so poem yeah so for me it was like um I was uh in this youth leadership program mm-hmm. called Urban Underground and they uh, had this um this process this uh writing workshop called uh and it was these two poets that did these poems called one one was Muhir Dair, mm-hmm. the other one was um <clears throat> Fabinon Nix. 
and one of them had did uh, a poem called Children Crying. And I just felt like it was like talking directly to my situation, being 17 at the time, and, you know, um, trying to figure out myself <laughs> and having all of these, <laughs> having all of these, uh, you know, emotions and these traumas that I was going through as uh, when I was younger and now uh, transitioning into this new environment. Okay. So for how me, did, how did that play a part in your, in your life that, that transition? Cause I'm pretty sure that that was a big jump. <laughs> yeah, it was, from, you know, same time. Yeah, it was a, it was a huge jump one just cause shit, it was cold as hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not used to that. That's not, Hell no, I'm still not used to it. I'm still not used to it. But you know, and, uh, and um, in leaving, I had to uh, to learn how to get used to it because because uh, <laughs> we was here now, so it's snowing. And even as as right now, I'm not used to it. It's 50 degrees right now, and I'm like, dang, it's freezing out here. Right. But <laughs> so. Yeah, the transition was just, um, it was like a culture shock for me, mm-hmm. um, having to uh, to deal with, you know, transitioning from the Caribbean life to now the stateside life, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a super strong accent <laughs> at the time. And you can bring <laughs> that back anytime, too, if you'd like, so. Yeah, I can still, I can still bring that accent back whenever I want, you know, like, I, I just still use it whenever I talk it to my family, I'm seeing like, but you know, sometimes I've I've just like gotten the habit of talking like that. And that was part of my transition because mm-hmm. like when when I got here in eighth grade, like I had kids, like other students in the eighth grade, like, Oh, say say my name, please. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like like say Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> like like it was pretty easy to say. <laughs> Yeah, like just asking me, asking me to say all these, these weird things, right, or whatever, or, or even, and as I'm older, it's like, okay, I don't necessarily fault them, they don't know, right, and if I'm one of the first people that they're meeting from the Caribbean, then they're gonna ask. It's, it's kind of like the, the, the culture shock for them as well, because they're not used to somebody like yourself coming over and just, you know, having those conversations and just, they're just trying to pick your yeah. name at this point and or just making fun of you because you're different. Yeah. So even like, even in like all of that, it was just like, I, I like started talking more Americanized because I was tired of being asked like weird questions back then. Like, it was like, oh, like, you you got banana roofs where you live, like <laughs> you know. But these just these just like the the silly shit like little kids say when you're in the eighth grade. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so it's like, but for me, it's like I'm like, what kind of dumb fuck these people asking me? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, man, alright. So I, as years go went on, I um transition into uh just more talking with uh more american when i once i got to high school 
and shit like that. But yeah, that was just part of the um the adjusting to the um transition and the culture too, really to be honest. Um like where I'm from, like we say good morning, good afternoon, like I don't care who it is, we say we say, you know what I'm saying? We say yeah, hello, how you doing? Southern, that southern um, respectable um, aspect yeah. to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just, we just, that's where we come from. Like, we don't care who you are. You can be a homeless person on the street. Right. Like, we treat you with respect. Right. But, you know, up here, <laughs> you know, you say, <laughs> you say, <laughs> <my friend. laughs> Fuck you. Good morning. What you call talking to me for? Fuck so good about it, bitch ass nigga. Yo, chip her ass the fuck out of here. Not being positive, nigga. Straight up though. Straight up. Straight up. So it's like just. Just like, you know, trying to remain, hold on to that part of my culture because I just feel like, man, the world could use a little bit of good morning and how you doing, you know, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but yeah, the transition is, and it's like, you would think that you, you still don't ever fully transition. Right. Because I still like, I feel like I'm still active, like, trying to develop um, a brand back home because like for me it was like damn okay like I was able to obtain a certain amount of success uh in Milwaukee like Virginia show love North Carolina show love Mississippi a lot of places show plenty love but it was like I still never had that like man but the Virgin Islands though you know what I'm saying I was never able to expose my creativity and my talents to the to the Virgin Islands so I just felt like now was like a good time for me to like to get more in tune with my culture and, and, and show you know the, the the side of me that people probably either one didn't know exists right. <laughs> or the, you know and to the side of me that like really makes me who I am right Exactly. There's a lot, like like you said. And not just no raunchy ass niggas. Just, just come out, you pussy all the songs and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> we was going to get to that. Cause you, know, <laughs> you had a, lot, a few records, you know what I mean? I mean, you ain't got kids for yeah, no reason. Did. So, shit. <laughs> right. Right. So, after. <laughs> After I know you said you're still adjusting to that culture shock and that and that um that transition. Now after you got here and started to realize who you were and who do you who you wanted to become, at what age was that? Like around what age? Yeah, like my thirties. Oh my goodness! Really? Straight up, because it's like yeah, I feel like. So much of our life is like, you know, our twenties. We partying. We think we we got an idea of who we thought we would want to become. Fact. You know what I'm saying? Or who we or where we thought we would be in life, Fact. or something like that. But then I felt like in my thirties, I had like a very like, I'm 36 now type shit. Right. And 
I'm like, you feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm looking at life differently. Like, okay, shit. Yeah, my twenties, I had a good time. We made so, some. So yeah, uh, let's 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 go backwards to that. Like in your twenties, okay. when did when did you make the the hit record that we all know to be the hit record? Back? Yeah. Like, and what what? How did that begin? Like your 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 artistry. Why? When did you know that you wanted to be um, in in the entertainment industry as an artist? Now, I felt like I always wanted to like perform and stuff since like being younger because I always did like talent shows, mm-hmm. things like that from like like kindergarten, right? Mm-hmm. But um, as I got older and took it more seriously, um. I would say it was about 2009 is when we made the song, mm-hmm. when when Bow was made. But as far as like taking it seriously, it was shortly after uh, I flunked out of uh, college, <laughs> which had to be about 2004, maybe. 2004, okay. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'm going to get it. I'm going to really go at this, right? right? But back then, I was more so like, trying to rap like oh shit like I'm listening to a lot of Jay I'm trying to put these bars together fuck <laughs> niggas heads up <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. <laughs> doing rap battles and shit but I was still working a job at the time and uh, I was working at time on the cable and, job, and shit bills was coming fast and the music I was making wasn't making no bread mm. I ended up getting fired from Time Warner because I was doing shit like, you know, on my lunch break, going to the studio and having longer studio sessions than lunch break. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right and like, there, first and foremost, <laughs> fuck that job because they didn't know who they had. You was doing, you was multitasking. How about that? You was, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was fucking up too. I was, this shit was not getting fixed. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you realized that your passion was. I thought I was fixing shit, though. I legit thought I was helping people shit. But, you know, (laughs) I got fired. And then uh, I had one by Tony Neal Crib after I got fired. Shout out to Tony Neal. Shout out to Tony Neal. Shout out to Tony Neal. And then he was like, man, I'm like, how the shit you doing? You need to make a bitch record. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> they can, uh, can make a record for these bitches. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like. <laughs> you know, that nigga. You know, that nigga's serious. His eyes, his Listen, eyes be wide as a bitch. And when he, like, say, like, when he say, my nigga. Like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> when he say, my like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> you need to make a record for these bitches, nigga. And cut all that other shit you doing. <laughs> yeah, <I think. laughs> and, and by this time uh the four was booming out this world like it was it was yeah, fresh was it was it was kind of like the new thing on the scene to do and to participate in and i don't even know how long the, the core i've been in the core for a while as well um but yeah, it was it was it was like refreshing to go to those type of events that um 
that required you to just like step outside of your comfort zone when it comes to communicating and building that network and and um so on and so forth. So after Tony was like, "Yep, yeah, make make this motherfucker work." Yeah, he's, so I hollered at uh I went and hollered at the homie uh Real Beat and Real gave me a pack of like like few beats mm-hmm. and we just picked. I had picked Bow Beat and we was just fucking around. It was like, all right, all right. And then we just had laid a hook. You know what I'm saying? We laid a hook. And I knew it was going to work because at the time, we was promoting nightclubs super heavy too. So, but at the time, I was testing it at this spot called uh, Timbo 2. And all we did was just take the hook. And it wasn't even really, the funny part, it wasn't even just the hook. We just had the beat. We took the beat to Timbo 2, and I was just repeating the hook over the mic. Like, I like her. I want to wipe her. I want to say, it was probably only like people in the spot that day, too. That's the crazy part. It was a wild snowstorm. Shit was not shaking. But everybody was like, man, I like that, man. You should really, you should, um, you should really do that. But then next day we went to the studio. Did the full song. Fresh out of the studio, I went to uh, Texture Nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to Texture Nightclub. I'm talking about we laughing, whatever. Like, I think my niggas, they put up like $25, his last $20 for the session. I put up the last or whatever. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And went to Texture Nightclub. To this day, between DJ New Styles and DJ O, both of them would be like, man, which one of us you gave the record to first? <laughs> I'd be like, damn. I'd be like, damn, I don't remember who was first, but I know it was both of them the same day because back then, Texture was super shaking. Mm-hmm. And New Styles used to DJ there, and uh, and um, <laughs> DJ O used to DJ there as well. So whoever was upstairs, that was the first. I don't know who it was, but <laughs> that person downstairs. So, and then that was uh that was the the record breaker DJs mm-hmm. um back then at the time. And then stretching them, we was rocking with Stretch doing mix nightclub and uh and DJ Infotech, okay. and we was doing mix nightclub and doing a whole bunch of other clubs. And then we was just working it, working it, working it, working it, working it. Working it, working it, and then you know, like you said, the core was popping at the time. Yeah. Tony Neal reached out. Tony Neal reached out, and he uh, offered a blessing. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, "Yo, man, um, I want you come perform at the core DJ retreat." <laughs> and so I'm okay, shit, yeah, nigga. Hey, low key, I don't even want to say I don't even think Tony Neal charged charged me to perform um that year either because he just like saw the wave of like I right, come come get exposed to the network. But we went down there, man. Yeah. Shouts out to the city because the city came out to Atlanta and Milwaukee turned up at the core DJ retreat, yeah. man, and like like I think like from there that's why I was like it blossomed and the core picked up the record. I was able to meet a bunch of amazing people like DJ Finesse. DJP Money, yourself, a uh, whole bunch of people, man. DJ, um, DM, man. 
I'll be naming the whole damn core <laughs> roster. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, let me stop while I'm ahead type shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they embraced it, man. They embraced like Homer Blow. Homer Blow is super supportive. <clears throat> but the homie DJ T. Lewis. Like, it was great, man. It was great, man. Yeah, because that's um, where I found your record. And I was like, listen, I fuck with this record so hard. Let me see if I can personally deliver it to the radio station. Because at that time, I believe I was working at Hot 91 for Norfolk State University's yeah. uh, radio yeah. show. And I gave it to Doug Perry. And after that, it was a wrap. And they yeah. play it to you this me all day, through bro. the day. <laughs> all up mm-hmm. and through this motherfucker. Like, all, when, when I say mm. all up. <laughs> hey, we was all through. <laughs> yeah, we was legit all through Virginia, though. And, but it was love, though, man. Like, people show love. Yeah. So, like, I, like, I, like, I met a bunch of dope, like, amazing people Raja. from VA, man. Yeah, mm. man, like, Man, who else? Um, Batman. Yep, Batman. Uh, um, Rail, the homie Rail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. the homie Rail. He grinding still right now. I bumped into bro at South by. Like he be bumping it. He grinding so hard. He be bumping into people in LA. Mm. Like man, I know the homie from uh, Milwaukee, and he just out there grinding, getting his shit off, man. So like, mm. I met some amazing people. DJ Baby Drew. Yes. Like yes. <laughs> Jack of Spades. Like a bunch of great people, man. Yes. Bunch of great people. Yes. And you made some. You made some dope music out here too. You know, I had got you booked yeah, and some did. shit, and we had ride yeah, out. Yeah, we did. We did. I think that was the first time you came to VA, and, uh, yeah, and you fell asleep. Yeah, we went to that house party after, too. (laughs) (laughs) That house party was lit. I I came out to VA by myself, too. By yourself, bro. The only person you had was me. And I was just like, was, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do with yeah, that?" Yeah, that was for um, that was for the homies' birthday party. Uh, yeah, you DJ came out here lady, about um, three or four times, actually. Yeah, you I came, came out there plenty of times. I think we was in Hampton. Um, we did Newport like twice. Yeah. Shout out to the homies out in Newport. Yep. And like, you did uh, yeah, Virginia Beach. It was one in where we, the night we met Jade, I believe. It was a uh, hang hanger, hanger nine or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was drinking, man, oh man, that night. And we did Shag Fest too, man. Shag, Shag Fest. Fest, yes, that was lit. I still Shag had the videos from crazy. that, bro, and I still had the pictures from that, and I think he still has that, but um. He he does his own thing. Him Shaggy, shout out to Shaggy, but he's doing yeah. his thing, um, out here. That's what's up, man. I miss Virginia, man. Virginia misses you. You have to definitely come. We got we got to do like a uh, we got to do like a reunion or something, man. Yeah, facts, facts. We once uh once this COVID uh settles down, if it ever settles down, but that's a different story because. This shit is gonna settle down. It's too much money not being made. It's they they gonna force it to settle down. (laughs) (laughs) They gonna force this shit to settle down. (laughs) What? But after so after Bow kind of blew up and did its thing, um, you 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 started to notice your 
your artistry a little bit more because you come you came down I mean not came down you came up with more like slower ballads mm-hmm. I don't want to say ballads but it's it was a mixture of of the more melodic yes vibe. yes yes yeah. and the one I'm speaking of is the lights down low so how mm-hmm. how did that because that was you took um a hiatus after that bow record. Did I did. Okay. I did. So like after Bow Man, like so I was young, right? Yeah. So like You made the you video think, and like, people still do that video and play that shit. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. Man, like people still tag me like every day, like, oh man, bow like, man, that's what's up. like just a blessing. It's a blessing, but it was like <laughs> They play the fuck like, yeah, out like to this I like it's brand it, new. Though, I appreciate that. I don't know. I like, I'm forever grateful yeah. for the people that still play it like it came out last week. Yeah. Like, and and have enough, like, they take time to be like, oh, I'm going to record it and send it to bro. So I'm like, yes. that type of love, I'm like, Every time you know, I, I, got I was in the club or whenever I heard it, I was like, look, yeah. let me... <laughs> And then I had other people. Time. I had other people from my job tagging him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, "This man. for you, Kita." I'm like, "Yes, you already know." That's <laughs> I go yeah. hard every time that song come on. I stop whatever the fuck I'm doing and I. Rap the words. They be looking at me like I'm crazy. I don't give no fuck. I'm like, look, we we are friends in real life, so fuck you. <laughs> no, we, we we real homies. So yeah, we like real homies. But yeah, I had took a um, I had took a little hiatus. So I'm like, you know, after bow, you know, everything is uh, everything is a wave, right? So like, even as we say, like, yeah, people still people still play it to this day, right? Mm-hmm. But the truth is, like, okay, yeah, it's still played to this day, but it ain't like, it was a moment where the wave crashed, right? Mm-hmm. Then, so, like, it was it wasn't too many people that was, like, still around. Like, I was mm-hmm. jamming with you. You were still, you know what I'm saying? We were still getting what we can yep. on, like, you know what I'm saying? Whatever shows we could book, I'd be like, all right, hit Kita. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We was doing what we can. Yep. But, like, you saw when the show slowed down. Yeah. So it was to the point where it's like, okay, fucking wing. It ain't even worth taking no shows at this point. Because it's like, we could just throw it ourselves and, and make the bread. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. our own houses. But, like, at that point, I was, like, starting to, like, reevaluate my life type shit. I'm, like, right. 28 now type shit. I'm getting close to 30. Yeah. <laughs> you feel what I'm yeah. saying? And, like, I entered into this like depressed state, like damn, like I like ain't too many motherfuckers. Like everybody was cool when the bottles was popping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When we was in the in VIP, when niggas didn't want no line waiting, like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it was, yeah. I, you, like I ain't had no I, friends was not a a, a problem, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But when that wave crashed. Like, you really see, like, I, like, who your real friends was. So, like, I'm thankful for those that was, like, around during those times. Because, like, I was going through a dark-ass time, you know what I'm saying? Just for, like, me as myself trying to figure out, like, all right, is this who I want to be for myself as a man for, like, you know, 
my fam, my wife, my kids, like myself, my mom. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I ain't nowhere near where I want to be. Like, we had made decent bread, and I was young, and we didn't make the right choices. But the good thing is, like, you always have, like, another shot. But I was going through this this dark-ass spot, and it was like, I I don't want to make no music, right? So I was like, fuck it. Like, I ain't doing shit. Everybody just wanted bow. Nobody was, like, really trying to. I remember doing shows where it was like, Man, I try to do another song and motherfuckers wasn't going for that. Niggas be like, hell no. <laughs> Straight up. We yeah. did a, you was there, oh, we yes. did a show yep. one time. Yep. I tried to do, Hampton, I tried I to do a song. News. Yeah, then it was like, man, hell, this is, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Nigga, do that. Bi- yeah. Bro, we, I think we did about three times, yeah. four times. They did a twerk contest <laughs> and we was gone. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, that was it. That's all they wanted, you know what I'm saying? But I respect it because it's like, that's what I gave them and that's what they fell in love with. So right. it's like, how dare me to force this, <laughs> this, this new And they was going to let it be Like, they was going to yeah. fight you. It, it got to the point where yeah. it, they was close was like, enough hey, man. to touch you, bro. Like it, I like play that shit. Like, you ain't <laughs> shit. You know, we was moving, we wasn't moving with security and nothing no. like that. We like, we was fucking we was with the people with that brought us. We was moving. Yeah. Yeah, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> the motherfuckers that brought us out, yeah. like, they made sure we were straight. Yeah. And, like, yeah. like, shout out to P Money and Wilmington. Yeah. Like, like everybody made sure we were straight, no matter mm-hmm. where. Like, our first time I came, I was by myself. And, yeah. like, what? There's no way. <laughs> you made it back. <laughs> as I, you made as it back I think alive. about it, I was like, what type of irresponsible <laughs> shit <laughs> was that? But it was love, though. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, you, it you was love. You were covered by the blood of Jesus. <laughs> and, and my throw up. <laughs> oh my God. All on the side of the vehicle. Like, bro. Yeah, man. That's what I, I like had to that. Man, blue, they let me. Blue truck. They let me lay out in their crib. Yeah. I was, man, what? Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. But it was great, though. Yeah. It I wouldn't great. trade those memories in for nothing. Because that just. <laughs> that shit was all. It, it just. Everywhere we went, it was. It felt like it was just all love. Irregardless. Yeah, it was love. Know, who we were with. Or who knew yep. us, or whatever, because we just—I think we had—I had just met them that night at the event, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we're having a party. You know, y'all should come through." And you're like, "You want to go through?" They're like, "Hell yeah, yeah!" You know, we out. Yeah, yeah, I ain't know. I thought you knew them. I thought you knew them. No, I just knew that they had been in my neighborhood, but. Yeah, those are good times, and she's she's doing her thing now. Jade, I mean, she's been doing her thing, but she's out in LA doing. Um, she got songs on um, Lovecraft, I think that's what it's called, or so, I don't know. You know, she, she submits Lovecraft she County. Yeah, she has her song nice. right there. So you might y'all need to link up because she's the one that gets music to like those those shows the reality shows stuff to, like that. yeah you Look definitely need to because you know she's 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 on about three or four situations right now and so that's what she does that's her main thing that she focuses on is getting her music on these shows 
and or other people. That's what's so, up. So yeah, that's if, what's if, up. if you listen to her episode, you'll be able to hear all of what she's doing and has done and so on and so forth. So you know, you definitely need to look up for her. She's in LA too. So okay. that's just the hop, skip it a jump for you. You know, it ain't nothing yeah, to but to do it. Get out there. I'm actually gotta go to LA uh, like next week. That's crazy. Mm, look at look at God. Look, look, look at God. I told you everything happened for a reason, bro. Everything happened for a fucking reason. So you said <clears throat> back to this coming out of the whole bows. Oh yeah, so so yeah, I was in, a, in that dark spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in that dark spot, and like life down low was like birthed out of that. Right, mm-hmm. that was just like me trying to like recreate myself, like find myself, like connect back to like you know what made me who I was, who I am, and like business. Isn't business one that um? Shout out to homie business boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. business boy and my stroke produced life down low. Yeah, shout out to business boy, man. You know, and like, oh, uh, we did, we did life down low, man, and that was just like me trying to like stay alive type shit. I was like in such a dark place and just trying to like find something, right, to like feel good about, to be proud of, again, creatively, and like you know, it was like I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, okay, I really like this record, but it was still like just me making something to put it out and like let the, you know, give the world a different glimpse after like taking a while off. Had you, so, had you had gotten out of that depressive stage? Is that the single that kind of like brought you out? No, I wouldn't say that at all. I would say I wouldn't have until like most recently have I felt like I'm like, I kind of like getting out of this, like, I what the fuck? Now I feel like I know exactly what I'm on. Like everything is aligned. Like the things I was working on five years ago that I was stressing about is coming to fruition. Like the development. And so now it's just more so like staying focused and making sure Making sure I'm um I'm uh, being productive and uh and yeah yeah pretty much <laughs> that's all that means <laughs> <Get> that <residual. laughs> so speaking of that you still do music but you tra- kind of transition to the whole youth programs and getting more um putting more in your city can you can you speak a little bit about that because that's very important as well. Um, so, um, yeah, we're still doing music. Uh, still about to put out a project, some singles and some more, more visuals coming out shortly. But um, I wanted to, you know, like I said, I wanted to be like, okay, what do I want people to remember me for when I'm no longer here? Is it just, oh, that nigga made bow. <laughs> and he, he showed, uh, talked about eating a lot of pussy on songs. <laughs> you know, like no, nah, that's not what I wanted. Like for my my legacy, that's not what I wanted to be remembered for. I wanted to like be remembered for like a person that gave back and tried to make things easier for the generation that's coming after me. So that's why I was I took a lot of those years like 
working on the development deal and like putting a lot of uh, me and my partner, shout out to my partners, Q and Michael on the development. Like we've been working on it for five years, but we put a lot of our own money into it. And like now, you know, we can proudly say that like, okay, now we have Wisconsin's largest affordable housing development project in state history type shit. Oh, so what that does, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But it's like now the real work starts, right? Because yes, we're doing 197 residential units, but we also doing this programming that you're talking about. So it's like, how do we really impact families and surround families with the resources and the tools that they need to thrive and flourish, right? In a neighborhood that is traditionally have been denied resources of, or have been told that, oh, you gotta wait a little bit longer. So now nah, what we did is like, nah, fuck it. We're going to do this shit ourselves. And uh, we purchased the building. It took us four years to actually get our financing. It wasn't just the building. So, it was a goddamn block. That shit. Yeah, it was about, it was, it was, uh, about three You're blocks. You're so modest we bought, like, and humble. Blocks. We purchased yeah. the building. It's okay. We just, you know, we just purchased it. Was it was an old Briggs and Stratton. It was an old Briggs and Stratton uh, warehouse. But uh, it's from about 30, 31st and Center Street to 33rd and Center mm. and going from about Center to Locust. So it's about three city blocks. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we purchased it for uh, uh, 2.1, and it's going to cost us uh, 60, mil, it's, uh, to 60 million to redevelop the project. And with that, it's going to be a $118 million economic impact on that neighborhood and on that community where we'll be bringing a lot of new food options, uh, some some trauma relief options, some um, uh, creative options. So you're um, building like so, a whole community within itself. Yeah. You're going to have food. Yeah, that's you're going to have uh, yeah. fresh herbs. Like, you know, like, what is that? The... Um, What's that market? Yep. Like the fresh market and all, like everything is going to be organic. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't going to say everything going to be organic. You ain't going to say that. There's going to be some fried chicken in that motherfucker out there. Some <laughs> Jamaican. Some Korean. Some opportunities for the community that lives within that within that vicinity am, am, yep. that, am I correct yep uh, we will be providing it's looking uh, roughly anywhere between 25 to 50 jobs will be created um, uh, one thing that we're looking at priding ourselves on really is is um with that sixty million that's going to be spent on on redeveloping this project, is like us working diligently to make sure that we're making sure that minority contractors get these gigs right. So making sure the roofing or the uh, lead and asbestos or the HVAC things like that. 
right. where we right. can really like create like new millionaires, new black millionaires, right? And all that does is like, okay, with with this contract now, they could now have capacity to expand or hire on more people. So we could, um, and what we're uh, asking of a lot of our contractors as well is to do on-site training to expose a lot of people uh, from the community and people that just want to to uh, to get kind exposed like to in, something else. Uh, apprenticeship mixed with yep. like internship. Yeah. Um, initially yep. getting paid for what they yep. they've learned. They get the hours and so on and so forth. Yep. Correct. That's amazing. Correct. And then uh, will you also be providing like uh like people that have that have been in jail? Is that that also um included yeah or yeah so, um, record you know those type of people that... yeah so part of um part of um our uh, inclusion inclusion uh piece is that uh our general contractor has to a certain amount of um contracts has to be allocated to minorities and we also have to um uh, make sure we are giving people that have felonies and things like that a fair shot um, and opportunities to earn as well. Y'all thought of it all. Shit, y'all got all that. And that's good. That's Congratulations to that. Because I'm like, like you and I know, you've been working very, very hard on this situation. Every time you hit me up, it'd be like, Man, we one step closer. We're gonna we, we about to be <laughs> we about to be lit. Twenty nineteen right, about right. to be lit. We we got a right. setback, but hey, we about to right. we one step closer though. We one step closer. Man, right. <laughs> right look at it. Look Straight at it now. Up. Like Dang. whole whole gray beard later. Mm. Mm. Not you, full you gray a, beard. I got a little. I got a little you, pack you though. I ain't dying it yet. <laughs> I ain't dying it yet. It ain't that much. It ain't that much yet. I'm sure it was a lot of stress uh, throughout that. Those man, years, it but, was. But it was all worth it. And um, now that now you can call yourself an entrepreneur. Well, not I don't want to say now, but more of an entrepreneur and um, someone that is very influ- influential. To the community because you're not just an artist at this point you've transitioned to something else and i hope you know so what, what is the newest projects as far as like music what are you working on because in a in a few minutes i'm gonna have to ask you some top five questions but okay okay so um, a project i'm working on is uh we ju- actually just dropped um bvi vibes Shout out to my cousin Jugu. Yeah, we went back home to the British Virgin Islands. I uh, got that video shot. Uh, my cousin produced it. He has the um, Motions Rhythm Project. Make sure y'all check that out. That's where you can uh, catch the BVI Vibes track on iTunes and all your streaming platforms. Um, the video is out as well. Um, and then also. Um, getting ready to re, uh, release Champion Style, which is a short film that we shot back home in the BVI. Um, the homie, we went uh, back home with the homie Biko, Jade, Philly, Rand Dollar, and, and was able to capture. Business was also a part of this, correct? Yeah, produced by Business Boy as well. 
Yeah, shout out to the homie Bennett's boy. Man, man I'm proud of him. Years now, from what I know. Man, that's my brother, man. That's my brother. Like, I, he needs to come on the show. Been, uh, we need to get him up here on this show. We gonna, uh, we gonna, uh, we gonna get him on. We gonna get him on. Shout yeah. out to Biz, man. Uh, the Believe It record just went gold. Uh, him and some more homies from Milwaukee produced on that. Believe it. Uh, that's the Rihanna and Party Next Door record. Um, they produced a lot, man. They had a great year, so I'm proud of the homie. He's from the town, Milwaukee, Milwaukee native, man. So and you have some, yeah, man. And TikTok then, too. You got some TikTok. Uh, I challenge. did do a uh, TikTok challenge, man. Um, <laughs> Jade and Desire had me out there sweating all under <laughs> my, my man <laughs> breath. <laughs> 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 I'm like, God damn, man. That's all, but I did it though. I oh, did that's that. All shit. that fucking matters, bro. That's all. <laughs> you completed the shit. task at hand. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> one another one last thing uh before i move to this uh after uh top five um tell my listeners what you could um what you feel that they could do to help your career or you as a as an individual or as this journey that you you're going through what can they do to help me or my career um, I mean, I guess the cliche is uh, stream the music, <laughs> keep streaming bow, keep, but also stream the new music, uh, share it on your social medias as well, because I do believe uh, um, independency is the way. Um, but um, yeah, share the music, and uh, if they want to, they can uh, hit the uh, Creative Corridor Cash App. That's our dollar sign, the creative corridor. <laughs> if they want to uh, support the some of those programmings that we'll be doing on our uh, 32nd and Center Street, they can support that way as well. But um, most importantly, um, protect their own energy, man, because without them, it would be no me. So if they are protecting their energy and their mental being, then they don't have the mental capacity to think about what music Ray Nitty is putting out. Mm-hmm. But most importantly, how they can support me is to support themselves first and make sure they're taking that mental break to make sure they're okay. Thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. Now, let's move to this top five. <clears throat> and then we're going to okay. get out of here because we over it. We about to be over time, but you know what? It's my show, so... They, okay. You know they can get a little bit, a little bit more. I ain't got shit. To do. I want to see it. Okay, <laughs> on the ship. Oh, that's uh-huh. a good drop. You know, you got, you got, you got to send me that. I want the ship. That was. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, top five. Here we go. Top five millennial artists. Your top five millennial artists. Top five millennial artists. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a tough one. What's um uh, what's considered a millennial? These I days? would say um a little baby, the baby, um something new and like within like Migos would be considered. Okay, so you Drake is not considered a millennial. Drake, yeah, Drake, um, yeah, Drake. I would say Drake. He's, okay. he's considered. He, yeah, he's on the cusp of uh, he's the OG millennial, huh? Yeah. So yeah. I would say um 
I, I would say Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, I really fuck with Roddy Rich. I like Roddy Rich shit a lot. Me too. Um, yeah, I fuck with the baby. Of course, the baby. I fuck with the baby a lot. Um, I fuck with Lil Dirt. Okay. Fuck he's with Lil shit he's like a he's he's definitely a slept on artist because he brought listen okay you go ahead he brought the crowd out baby I got video of yeah. him going into the crowd walking into the crowd and they just like rush uh, that shit was wild uh, I loved it but go ahead <laughs> man, I got like a I got like a tie okay give me the, give it to me give it to me I really fuck with. With King Vaughn, and I fuck with Sada Baby. What's it, Dada Baby? Sada Baby. You gotta send me the um, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I gotta get that's that Midwest, that Midwest shit. King Vaughn signed a um. King Vaughn signed a Dirk actually. King Vaughn. King Vaughn sounds familiar, but I don't. I don't know if that's I. That's the uh. That's the guy who was on whom and Dirk was facing uh, fighting that case, if I'm not mistaken. I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna do my research. I'm gonna do my due diligence. <laughs> but okay, next one: top five generational artists. That is more like the Jay Z's, the Nas's. Uh, top those, five generational. Like Fifty Cent. Oh, I guess. Okay. Um. Top five generational. Uh, Jay. Okay. Um. Uh, I would also I gotta go um Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. I gotta go Lauren Hill. I also gotta go. Damn five. You know That's tough. Yeah, but you know what? You're the first person that has placed a woman in their top five generation. On my show, and I've had 23 episodes of this. I mean, 22 episodes. I might, I might fuck cast head up. I got two women in my top five. Ooh. As far as like generational artists, yeah, you gotta have Missy Elliott in your top five. Like what she produced, she was songwriting, she was fucking like what? Like Missy is a is borderline goat, nigga. Like what is niggas talking about? Like. How is Missy not top five generational artists? Like oh, in that okay. era, <laughs> in that era of music, doing what she did with the camp that she did, and not like having to to give to the stereotypes yep. of what uh, a woman artist yep. uh, they was trying to make a woman artist like Missy is a goat to me. She's awesome. So she makes so, a huge transition. She in my top five. Missy in my top five. Okay. Um, generational. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. Um, Ice Cube in my top five too. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ice Cube in my top five. Cube, what is that? Yeah, is that five. four? Yeah, that was four. And then, dang, I got like a tie again too because I feel. <laughs> You gotta, you, you gotta get these two. You gotta, you get a one and a half. Okay, you got right? to. You gotta, you know. It's uh, <laughs> it's uh. I mean, I feel like they should count for this generation. Okay. I gotta say, um, Bob Marley and Michael Jackson. Okay. I could, I could definitely understand that. 
generational wise because they still play a huge part in our lives today. Yep. And then looking at what Cube did with music, you know what I'm saying? All the records that people didn't know he wrote. Oh, yeah. And like what he did for NWA. All the background that we he, that he doesn't get a lot uh-huh. of um, appreciation for because he did a lot and he's still doing a lot. Yep. He came out with like hip hop squares. Like who? He he got football team. Uh, I'm disrespectful. Team like <laughs> I'm dis- I'm very disrespectful. Why you why? It can't be top five. It got to be ten. <laughs> because you gotta you gotta you gotta remember you what. Change? what how you gonna change it up? You gotta I remember gave you what Master P did. Now you gonna try to take the whole I goddamn thing. I mean, shit, I'm at seven already. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta remember but, what Master P did, though. Master P was yeah, definitely I generation. Agree. I agree. I agree. Someone said, and then I'd have slid Wayne in there. Yeah, yeah. you can say three six. Mm. You can say through shit. They still doing their thing, and they still getting their money. Yep. Mm. It is what it is. Last well, man, it's cool. it's, it, it can't be just five because you got your, <laughs> you got your Andre three thousands. Come on, man. <laughs> the list goes it can't on. Be five. Actually, the list can go on and on and on. Because I know just as well as you know these generational artists that you're you are listing so i agree 110 percent yeah that was 10 you got what two more no i'm i'm gonna ask you another one so we 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 can move forward with the top five top five events to attend for your artistry such as the you know like south by southwest these retreats, like, what was your top five places to go? Um, or would you recommend other artists or people to attend, like, these these conferences and, and stuff like that? Um, Top five events I recommend people to attend. I mean, South by Southwest is changing, mm-hmm. but just for the experience, mm-hmm. I feel like um, – People should um, try out South by. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I also would say, is it the A3C Festival, mm-hmm. the one that takes place in Atlanta? Okay. I've yet to. Um, that shit. I've yet to. Um, for me, because bro, the first. I've yet to go to that. You you've been there or you haven't? I haven't done done that yet, so I'm no, 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 but I intend to. Um, okay. then, uh, I think, um, other thing too, I'd say is, is like any type of like, this is kind of like lump sum. Mm-hmm. I would say like any type of these like retreats, like you got the revolt retreat. Now you have the core DJ retreat mm-hmm. and things of that nature. I say like any type of things like that, event wise. Um, I would say Coachella mm-hmm. for the inspiration. I've never been to Coachella, but I've always wanted to like go there just to like see these amazing artists mm-hmm. 
and to like get that motivation, like I, that's my, I gotta hit Coachella stage. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That's a, probably a whole different atmosphere. Just baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. You've seen some things in your life, but Lord knows what happens at Coachella. Mm-hmm. You probably find your way backstage I, somewhere. Like, <laughs> you know how niggas be. They be... <laughs> I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something. <laughs> oh, it's Summerfest. Shit, you got to come Summerfest. Right. right here in Milwaukee is the largest um music festival in the world. All right, perfect. So that Summerfest. See, that's good to know because not a lot of people get like the word of mouth um, when it comes to these type of events and so on and so forth. So that was that was actually a new question that I like to put in there. So thank you for even answering that because now everybody can be like, oh, shit, I'll go here. After this whole quarantine bull, like, it's just, that's a whole mm-hmm. conversation. Oh, and go to Carnival. If you're an artist, go to Carnival back home in the Virgin Islands, too. Okay. Yeah, people are starting to move around now, so we shall see. What's up with the adult swim party, man? We need to do the BBI adult I mean, listen, we were going to do that in real life, but after this whole... I got to test out the villa, too. It's ready. (laughs) The villa is ready. I'm going to talk to them. You got adult guest house. Yeah, dope guess how and the uh the, the owner he actually turned out to be friend of the fam, so we super good. Oh, okay. Well yeah. We'll we'll talk about that here yeah. shortly off off air. You know, we don't want to tell him too much, you know. Give him a little Oh yeah, my bad. You gotta edit edit it, that. <laughs> edit that. You hmm. gotta give him what you know, you gotta give him a little bit and then take it back, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. They've heard yeah. too much. No, I'm just playing. I know. <laughs> but anyways, the, I want to get to the wind down segment of it where you give your shout outs and then you answer the question of the day and then we are out this thing like chicken wing on the strain. And okay. your episode will be up on on Wednesday. So just keep a keep an eye out on that. But go ahead, um, give your shout outs, and then I'm going to have you answer the question, and then I'm going to do my thug circle, and we out this thing. Okay. I, um, I just want to shout out to um, the creator, whatever uh, anybody want to call him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to uh, shout out my family, you know, wife, kids. Uh, shout out my partners, Q, Mike Hill. Tia, the whole team on the um, creative corridor development, the community within corridor development. Shout out to, shout out to uh, all the creatives, man. Shout out to everybody in the world, man. Shout out to everybody in the world that's uh, chasing the dream. And, uh, and uh, <laughs> who else I want to shout out? Don't forget the, um, your social media where they can follow you. Uh, then shout out to uh, oh yeah follow me on at Ray Nitty <laughs> Gmail things like that follow me on uh, uh I said Gmail <laughs> at Ray Nitty on Instagram Facebook <laughs> Twitter um yeah I think that's my shout out okay 
Okay. Well, let's answer this question now. What bothers you about the industry? Why and what would your solution be to fix it? What bothered me about the industry? Why and what would the solution be? Yeah. Um. Dang. What bothers me about the industry? I feel okay. The one thing that bothers me is the narrative because don't too much bother me. No shit bother me about the industry. Like the industry is exactly where it needs to be, in my opinion. It's at a point where artists are in the best position to be independent and own their shit. So I'm I'm great with where the industry is, but what bothers me about it is this narrative that uh, you have to be a certain age to be participating in the industry, or if you want to be an artist, you have to be <laughs> under the age of 18 or some shit like that. Whatever people are trying to say, I think um I look at people like. Um, your two chains and your Missy Elliott and your Timberlands and your Dr. Dre, people who are still like in the industry doing what they love and at a high level. And I think that's the only thing that bothers me about the industry when you got a bunch of old people telling people how old <laughs> you need to be to be participating in the industry. Yeah. You're participating in it because you're creative and you have the passion to create and the want to create and express yourself. So that's my thing about it. And that's your solution as well? Huh? And that's your solution to fixing it? Uh, my solution yeah. is just tell the motherfucker my nigga damn business. <laughs> 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 and that's on that. Like, and that's on that. Like, why does it matter? <laughs> like, why do you give a fuck? Like, <sighs> like what you do? It's that like, social media. Social media is allowing people to see what others right. don't see, and that's like, they, and then they just—it's just things on top of things on top of things, and then on top of that, their their daily lives. So we don't know what's going yeah. on in, in people's lives these days. They they doing it for the gram at this moment because I can, you know, if you real yeah. to the streets or real to whatever, you're gonna see right through all this shit. Like you, yeah. some people know how to grow with it or either not. So it's just it is what it is. You just gotta know. You just you just gotta know. Right. But no, I agree. I agree. Shot. <laughs> but yes. Um. Well, yeah, I appreciate that. That I'm. I hope whoever it listens to this gets you know a better understanding of these questions and these answers that I asked these um the guests because it's it's coming from a genuine place and how they really really feel because that's the main goal for this podcast pretty much is to to get the realness of everyone and that's why I say. Everyone is treated equally, and all the titles go out of the door. But anyways, <clears throat> that was just a little <laughs> something I had to add. 
<laughs> but um, listen to the podcast on all digital platforms: Anchor, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Casterbox. You know, I, the list goes on. <laughs> Pat myself mm-hmm. on the back. Oh, follow me on on Instagram at myssholywood three one three, and then you can also follow the podcast, of course. So Hollywood, the podcast. Uh, follow the Adult Swim Tour. We have a mixtape that just hit 20K, and that's what we were looking for. So thank you guys for viewing and downloading and helping us reach that goal. Uh, shout out to Live Mixtapes, because that's where it's at. Um, you can still go and view it and listen to it, download it, all that good shit. Uh, shout out to my engineer, GStacks216. Um, session 420. Um, Big G! <laughs> hey man, shout out G man. Um, we did this record man with uh yes. the homie Oscar, man. R.I.P. Oscar, bro. bro R. P. That's Oscar. another portion of our lives that we too will talk about on our next on our next interview because I'm sure we're gonna have many, many more. <laughs> it's so Ooh. much, so much experiences we've had with with one another and come across paths with a lot of good people and he was one of them so shout out to Oscar because he definitely he was he was a dope person yep yep so but do you have anything else for my listeners because if not we out this motherfucker man we out this motherfucker man stay positive yikes Is it me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding here? Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.